Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Hey, look this Clint Sterner. He's putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake. Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown. All right, back here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club, Laura Rutledge will be joining us here in a little bit. Right now, Mr. Sterner, it is game week finally. Clint, how are you? And I'm doing well. Once again, by the way, I mean, touch you guys are at the Touchdown Club. I'm, I'm in, being mentioned in the same, same tweet and the same uh, comment as, as folks like Laura Rutledge, man. It's, it's good to be a part of, of, of the family with, uh, with the Buzz, man. Y'all always first class. No, you don't have to start sucking up yet. She won't be with us for another 40 minutes, but uh, I appreciate you know, that. I mean, she, she's just about, I mean, she's, I work with her at the SEC Network, man. She is, she yeah. is uh, about as solid as they come in that business, man. Yeah, she's very smooth. There's no doubt. I'm looking forward to visiting with her for sure. And obviously she's been off for maternity leave and heading back to work. I just saw her tweet out, heading back to work tomorrow. So this is going to be kind of her toe-in-the-water uh, back-to-work moment for her, and then she'll uh, be getting back after it, coming off maternity leave. Um and then uh, next week, Clint, we're going to mention you with a guy named Peyton Manning. So, I mean, you know, there'll be that. It's a pretty good company, too. Not bad at all. Not bad. Those were, uh, we had some good years. I hate that I never got to beat, beat his Tennessee team, but uh, we had some good years, and, and he was he's obviously first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer, one of, the best, one of the best to ever do it, man. That's good company, baby. Yeah, I'll ask him about his uh, that 97 game that we talked about with you last week. So, all right, let's get to it. So week of the game, and I know that over the weekend they did sort of game procedures and they went through sort of a mock lead-up to it and just kind of getting the guys that are new or the guys that have even been around refreshed maybe a little bit, but uh, getting everybody ready to roll. What what are you thinking about when you're a quarterback, especially a returner like K.J. is? Uh, what are the last-minute details you want in a game like this as you prepare for the opener? Well, I mean, look, when, when you look at, at K.J., man, it's, it's really, you know, for him, just making sure the guys around him are are locked and loaded. We, we talked about this a little bit last week. You know, there's um, there's some high hope. There's reason to be um, high on this season with, with K.J. coming back and Danny knows back in the fold. And, um, you know, recruiting's rocking and rolling, and they, they've got – They've got uh, a hell of a running back room. You know, there's a lot of good going on around KJ Jefferson, but right now, and you can say the same as you know, last year it was true last year, but even more so this year with him being the the old head in the room and in that locker number one, if you will, um, just making sure the guys around him are, are dialed in and locked in. I mean, you know, a week like this week being the first week, being a lesser opponent, it's easy to it's easy to to uh, you know for for you know, distractions to, to set in and for, you know, guys that haven't played a whole lot to think it may be done a certain way and they, they may be able to, to to be a distraction here or there or be distracted here or there. And it's, if I'm K.J. Jefferson, it's just a matter of keeping those guys dialed in. And as the week goes, 
and you get closer to game day, obviously it's it's more and more important. So outside of just quarterback, and I think for KJ, it's it's a, it's about you know he's got to be he's got to be the 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 old head in the room that gets these guys' minds in the right spot. Clint, I uh, I'm, I'm a little worried. Not worried. I'm stressed. You okay? Well, when I'm looking at this game with Western Carolina, and I want to see. The, the connection that K.J. has with his all these new wide receivers. There's a ton of new wide receivers that he's going to be throwing to. Can you learn anything? That That's where I was trying to get to. Can you learn anything from Western Carolina just on the timing, the uh, the, the connection that they have uh, on an opponent like that? Is there something we need to be looking for? Well, I mean, look, I, I think there's I – mean, hell, yeah, there's an opportunity to, for, for those guys to go out there and – uh, create that chemistry. I mean, it's not it, it's not considered chemistry. It's not considered uh, a good connection. And and those guys that that on paper um, look really good, and and you've got a good mix. I mean, none of that. You know, it's all for none if they don't go out there uh, and week in week out put a good product on the field. And so, yeah, I mean, I look. I, I expect the, the the unknown is is particularly at that receiver position that that we that we as the media are going to really focus in on the offensive side of the football. I mean that that's an unknown right now, and and somebody, uh, multiple guys, that, to be honest with you, because there's so much new at the newness at the receiver and tight end position, multiple multiple guys are going to emerge as, as playmakers, and you don't want to wait until, you know, conference play in order to do that. So yeah, hell yeah, there's there's a ton that that we can learn about this team. Um, ultimately, there's guys that that are big, fast, and uh, look good on paper that that you know, wouldn't, wouldn't squish a, a, a grape in a fruit fight. They're, those guys are going to fall by the wayside and the real, the real playmakers are going to, are going to emerge. And, and KJ Jefferson and Danny knows will, will obviously adjust accordingly and get those guys more touches. And so, yeah, these games, these games are, are huge out of the gate, man. Um, you know, obviously it's a hurdle to, to not overlook Western Kentucky. You want to take them as, as a normal opponent, go out there and do everything you can to win. But in reality, you ought to be able to go out there and, and use it as a game to learn about your team, um, good, bad, and indifferent. So, yeah, there's a lot to take from this game. Clint Sterner with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. I want to move to the NFL. Over the weekend, I was very surprised when I looked at my Twitter feed and saw the Dallas Cowboys had traded for Trey Lance. The dynamic of a quarterback room, Clint, that's what I, I'm, I'm more worried about because you could tell Dak was upset about uh, Greer, Will Greer, losing his job. And, you know, they're, they're, they're friends, you know, and and now he's gone, and they're bringing in a new guy. I understand it from the Cowboys' standpoint, and you know, creating depth, and who knows, maybe you catch lightning in a bottle. and You're, you're able to, uh, sorry, you're able to uh, develop this guy and turn him into something. Who knows what happens. But how do you think this disrupts the quarterback room adding Trey Lance? Well, I mean, look, I, I don't think it disrupts. Uh, much of anything, if I'm if I'm being honest, I mean I, now now Dak may longer term feel somewhat threatened by by bringing in a talent like Trey Lance, or at least what you know I mean what the tangibly what the guy's capable of doing. Uh, we still don't know if he can play quarterback at a high level. Hell, he he had one good year at uh, North Dakota State, I think it was, and and then sat out during COVID. So we really don't know who the hell Trey Lance is beyond the measurable um, in, in terms of playing the position at a high level. So. You know, I could see where, where, you know, Dak may, I don't know why he would, but I, I, I guess I, I could see where he may be a little bit threatened, a guy like Trey Lance coming in. 
but the whole Will, Will Greer friendship and, and, you know, Will Greer being out, I mean, you're, you're talking about a, a uh, you know, a guy that's going to be a career backup at best in Will Greer and a guy that could potentially be the franchise quarterback for you moving forward. Um, and so I, I think I think it was a, a I think it was a good move by the Cowboys. I, I don't know how it's going to end up, you know, unfolding, but but I, I think it's a good move to to, to uh, you know bolster their their quarterback room for damn sure. I, I don't I don't know Wes. I'm not real to me. Dak being concerned about Will Greer is like man, you got bigger fish to fry at this point in time with the Cowboys. What do you like about Lance, Clint? Because obviously he's not shown a whole lot that has got uh, people intrigued here, but you think he could be a guy that maybe could be the guy at some point? You believe in him? Uh, I mean, I believe in him enough to, to, to make a trade for him and, and, and put him in my quarterback room and see see who he is and what he is. I mean, tangibly, the guy can, can do it all as well. I mean, tangibly, he's better than Dak. I mean, like arm strength and, and, and arm talent and – uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know exactly how they stack up athletically after Dak's injuries and everything, but I mean, you, the, the guy's ceiling is higher than Dak, it's really higher than Dak ever has been. So it is definitely a roll of the dice on a guy that's just that's just more talented than than a lot of quarterbacks you're going to get a shot at. So I think it's just a roll of the dice to to again have a, an option at that quarterback room. And if you do capture lightning in the bottle, um, then then you've got something. It was a smart move. If not, then then uh, you crapped out. So I, you know, I, look, I, I don't. I, I think if I when I look at Trey Lance, you know, I studied him a little bit last year when he was going to be the starter and he, he uh, played the Texans in the preseason. I mean, his his downfall or what's holding him back is mental mental approach to the game. It's not anything physical. So you know, I, I don't know if him and Kyle Shanahan didn't hit it off. I don't know if the system is just was just uh, too complicated for him, but. Um, a change of scenery is always good, and when a guy's that talented, why not take a risk? Talking to Clint Stern on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. It's brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Clint, let me ask you back to college about some of the teams. There's obviously plenty of storylines as we enter the first official full week here of college football. You know, Georgia trying to get it done again. You have Michigan ranked in the preseason at number two with Ohio State right behind, and Alabama there, of course. Can they return to glory? Can Clemson get back too? It's national power status with Florida State in the mix, and those two are eight and nine in one poll, uh, actually in both polls. Uh, you know, USC kind of looked like more of the same the other day, not dominant defensively, but they're going to put up a ton of points. Um, Texas trying to get back to relevance as a heavy favorite to win the Big 12 in their last year in the league. Notre Dame looked very dominant in its first outing. Obviously, don't know a lot about Navy, but, um, you know, they got to be pleased over things, certainly with what they did defensively. you got Utah with a big test against Florida that's trying to rebound and get back on track. So, I mean, what, what storylines are you looking at? What teams maybe you feel like are uh, too much is expected of them or maybe they're getting a little too much love here early? Well, well I, I think, you know, you there's several of them getting too much love early. I think LSU's ranked higher than, than, than what, what I believe the LSU team that I saw um, play last year in Fayetteville, although they did win, that, that's a far cry from a top five football team um, in America. I, I think Michigan is, is ranked too high at number two. Uh, I think I think one of the bigger storylines in in college football right now is the fact that we've got we've got Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama, without really without a quarterback. Now I know they obviously have a quarterback, but we don't know anything about them. The Cade Klubnik kid at, at Clemson is the one that we've seen probably the most, and and maybe maybe is getting uh, a little bit of run here or there. The people are pretty high on him, but 
you got those four big powerhouses in college football right there that don't we don't know anything about their quarterback. And so I think those guys breaking in new quarterbacks and, and uh, those guys emerging are, are a huge storyline. I think as we look at it right here in the SEC, Bobby Petrino, I know people don't want to hear it. Again, it pains me to say it, but I think Bobby Petrino at A&M is a huge storyline with them with them severely underachieving over the last couple of years. We know they've recruited. They've got unbelievable talent. You know, Jimbo Fisher has held that team back offensively. Um, and I think you, you put Bobby Petrino in there. Boy, I think you're talking about catching lightning in a bottle. That is a, that is a program that has all of the makings of potentially, you know, shocking shocking the SEC and and and, and maybe winning the West. Um, I, I think they could really be that good uh, with Bobby Petrino in the fold. So uh, at college football, man, there's, there's so many storylines right now. Sam Hartman at Notre Dame. I'm telling you, I loved it when he transferred there. A lot like that. That, to me, Sam Hartman is a lot like a K.J. Jefferson. Six-year guy, been around forever, brings a level of maturity and, and, and to a program that we just don't see very often. And when you when you add Notre Dame in the mix, obviously that's going to be a huge story. Um, he came out balling. Um, look, I, I, I said it before, I think K.J. Jefferson and Danny, um, you know, I think that's a huge story. As we all like to talk about quarterbacks and offenses. I think KJ Jefferson and Dan Enos are, are a are a, a, a fascinating watch to see how that thing kind of comes together or falls apart the first month of the season. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Hartman too. Uh, by the way, nineteen of twenty three, four touchdowns, two fifty one. So I you, guess I saw one of his four so you completions. Mentioned, you mentioned that he missed a couple throws. It's like not many. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you had a question about something else. Well, back to A and M. You were talking about quarterbacks and unknown quarterbacks. Are you sold on Wegman at A and M? Or is he even the guy? Well, I, I like their quarterback room, um, I, but I, I do like Wegman. I, I think I think when you um, you look at what he did last year, I mean, it was a it was a very dysfunctional system. Um, you know, I, I, I think I question a lot of, of like the culture at ABM is what I question. He went in there as a youngster and played really really well. Uh, I like what I saw from him, Wes. I, I'm not I'm not here to tell you he's going to compete for a, a national title. But but I feel like he can go in there and under uh, under Bartrino's tutelage, I, I think he can play that position at a high level with all that talent that's around him. They've got weapons, man. It's not going to be hard. It's just a can he be a guy that doesn't doesn't take too much risk with the football that just distributes it accurately? I believe he can do those things athletically. He's more athletic than, than he looks because he's a bigger kid. Um, he, he's he's athletic and can and can do some things with his feet. As, as well, and, and then, you know, I mean, they've got the kid that transferred from LSU um, last year, the lefty Johnson. Um, you know, he's, he's in that quarterback room, and so I, I just think they've got a healthy quarterback room, and either way they go at that position, I think they've got a guy that can distribute. And when you got playmakers like they have, and Bobby Vitrino pulling the trigger, I think you got a damn good chance. And, again, you, you stop for kids. You look at it. I'm not sold that LSU's as good as they are. A&M's had their number in the past anyway and beating them in Baton Rouge when, when they had no business beating them in Baton Rouge. Um, you know, you look at Alabama, we don't know who the hell their quarterback's going to be. Somehow A&M um, beat them a couple years back and damn near beat them last year with all that dysfunction that was going on. I, I just think A&M's got the makings of, of, again, capturing that lightning in a bottle, and, and they got the, they got the dudes that can play. It's just a matter of whether they got the coaches that can, that can pull it all together. Interesting. All right. Well, that is a bold prediction, Clint Sterner. I appreciate the time, my friend. We'll catch up on Friday, get set for 
the Razorback game over at War Memorial. Appreciate the time, my friend. Enjoy your week. All right, boys. Always good. And go home. All right. See you, Clint. Thanks to Motorsports Authority for Clint Sterner on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Let's take a timeout. 1045, great crowd on hand here for Laura Rutledge speaking to the Little Rock Touchdown Club. It's week two. Next week, Peyton Manning, and uh, we will not be here at the Doubletree. Where are you going? I mean, where Peyton Manning's going to be. The ballroom? Yeah, he'll be in the uh, Wally Allen, right? Yeah. Is that the plan? I do know this. I know where I'm going to be Saturday. I'm going to be in Stillwater. But if you're going to be around here and you want to go to the ball game, we found out the other day there are plenty of good seats available. What? I forgot you're going to be in Stillwater this weekend. Yes. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Very excited about it. Uh, If you want to call the Hogs, though, War Memorial, their season opens at 3 o'clock on Saturday. Tailgating. By the way, we've got the Oakland Sports Tailgate as well. Great family fun. And tickets are on sale at ArkansasRazorbacks.com. Or you call 1-800-982-HOGS, 1-800-982-HOGS. And coming back to Little Rock this season, next season, and the next season. It's the 72nd year of Razorback football. Get your tickets now, 1-800-982-HOGS, or again online, ArkansasRazorbacks.com. For more than 70 years, you've been getting it done at War Memorial Stadium, too, so hopefully the Hogs can get off to a great start as well. 75. This is the anniversary, right? 72nd season of Razorback football inside War Memorial, it says. Mm-hmm. 75th anniversary of the, of the stadium, yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Saw a very cool video over the weekend mm-hmm. celebrating the history of War Memorial Stadium. It's awesome. on social media. It was very well done. We'll maybe do a few game balls and jock straps on the other side. We definitely have some text line offerings from the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Also, if you want to hit us up on Asher Record Live and Feedback, you can throw our listen line button. It's 1047. You're in the zone. Come on.